And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And on today's show, we're going to go morbid. We're going to go dark. We're going to talk about the concept of death. Yeah, death. It's one of the two things that you can't avoid in your lifetime. The other one is taxes. And you just went through a period of where maybe you got hammered by taxes. Now, I'm not going to ask you what your effective tax rate was. I'm going to go ahead and share mine. My effective tax rate, I was able to get back down to 5%. Ironically, it's still not as low as it could be. I know Lifestyles Unlimited members that actually paid a negative effective tax rate. How do you go negative on, on your tax rate? I, I don't know how you do it, but they did it. They actually had the government giving them money back, and they made more money than I did. It sounds like the system's rigged, isn't it? It sounds like it, right? Well, it's not. It's not rigged. It's all legal. Everything that they did was legal. Everything that I'm doing is legal. The problem you're having, it's how you earn money. See, the government has figured out that they can, they can just drill right into you. They, they know that you have to go to work to earn money so that you can trade time for money so that you can buy stuff that's not getting you to retirement, right? Okay, they, they know that. And as a result of that, they, they tax you. And I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm like I've been lying to you this entire show, but here's my opinion. Let me just, I'll just give you my opinion. I don't even know if my opinion's honest, but here's the opinion. I think the government has figured out that they can tax you very effectively. They can have you fund whatever programs that they're funding, and you don't have as much say in it as you would like. You really don't. You, you signed up to be an American. The laws are in place. Taxation is what it is. You are earning a salary. As a result of earning the salary, you're in like a 20, 30, 40% tax bracket. It's the system's rigged against you. It really is rigged against you. You need to be doing what I'm doing. You need to be doing what the Lifestyles Unlimited members are doing because we're paying a much less effective tax rate than you're paying. Now, don't get me wrong. We don't, we don't skimp on the taxes. No, we don't. We pay incredible amounts of real estate taxes. Now, they don't, they don't bring that up, do they? When they're making that argument that, oh, those real estate people, they're, they're getting over. They don't pay very much in taxes. Yeah, we, when, when you actually look at the big picture of all taxes that we pay, we pay a lot of money in real estate taxes. We pay a lot of money to municipalities, to, to states. Some states actually tax real estate investments. Some of them do. Some of them don't, but some of them do. We, we pay taxes there. But our effective tax rate for our ordinary income is very, very low. I don't want to talk about taxes this entire show. I really don't. And I, and I don't want to rub it into you that I had a, a more effective tax rate than you had. What I want to do is I want your mind to be stimulated. I want you to start thinking about the future. And when I'm talking about the future, I'm not talking about what you're going to do this weekend. I'm not talking about maybe a vacation you've got planned for two to three months from now. I'm talking about your future. You have a future. You realize you have a future. You have a future unless something called death occurs. When death occurs, your future on this planet is over. It's done. You are finished, complete, 
End of story. I can't think of anything else to say that that makes the point. Death is death. It is what it is. You can't avoid it. Now, why am I bringing up this whole concept of death? What's what's so important about death? Well, I was watching I was watching the the all the football that's going on right now. Have you noticed all the football? You've got the XFL winding up their season. You've got the USFL kicking off their season. So there's like a bunch. There's more football games on TV right now than during the normal NFL season. So for for a guy that likes football, I'm a huge football fan, by the way, for a guy that likes football, I'm in I'm in heaven. I'm in total heaven. But here's the problem. One of the things that was brought up across all the different networks, across all the different leagues, well, there's only two of them right now, but here's what they brought up, and they kept bringing this up. There was a former NFL player. His name was Chris Smith, and he recently passed away. Now, he was a defensive lineman. He used to be in the NFL. I'm not sure if he played in the XFL or the USFL. I didn't check any of that stuff out. It wasn't that important to me. But what was important to me was how old this young man was. He was 31 years of age. And then I looked and I saw that another NFL player, a guy by the name of Jesse Lemonnier, hopefully I said his last name correctly, he died at the age of 25. 25. That's not too long ago. He he died just a couple of months ago. And then there was another, another NFL running back, guy by the name of Ronnie Hillman. He was battling cancer. He died at the age of 31. You don't know what your future holds. None of these gentlemen knew that they were probably going to die in their 20s or 30s. All of them probably thought they were going to do exactly what the government says. You're going to live a long, flourishing life. In that long, flourishing life, you will continue to work. You will continue to take money and put it into something that we call a retirement savings account. Yeah, it's a savings account. You think you're investing. I've told you on the show many times before, you're really not investing because you don't know what you're invested in. You have no idea what your money is invested in. You don't even know what fractional shares go to what companies. You're clueless. And I'm not picking on you. I was in the same boat. All right. So let me let me do this. Let me get to the Scientific American. And, and the reason I want to share with you an article that I found in Scientific American is because this article is uniquely poised to talk about the longevity of persons engaged in different occupations. That's correct. Scientific American took a look at the longevity of persons engaged in different occupations and they published the results. I'll tell you what, this is this is some pretty interesting stuff. So I'm going to read you the whole article now. I don't know if this is really great for radio. And to be honest with you, I don't care. I think the information contained in this article is appropriate for you. And I think you need to listen to it. The legislature of Massachusetts have had some tables prepared to show the mean average of life attained by individuals engaged in various employments and from which we can we we call the following interesting facts. Okay, so they're going to break it down for us. Job and how long these people tend to live. Okay, and and the reason I'm bringing this up, I'm just going to take a tactical pause right now. I'm going to tell you the reason I'm bringing this up is because you don't know when you're going to die. Now, the government has told you how old you're supposed to be when you retire. Right. For most of us, it's the age of 67. For some of us, we were able to do it at the age of 65 because those people are older than I am. There's talk about moving that retirement age farther back, maybe to 68 or 69 or 70. Right. But the point I'm making is that the government says at the age of 
at 67, that's your maximum retirement age. That's the age you should be retiring at. But when I read to you the death reports of three NFL players, these these are all players that died in the last 120 days. Not one of them lived past the age of 31. Not one of them. So you have to ask yourself this question. Where were they in their retirement journey? And did they know to plan effectively for an early death? I don't think any of you are planning right now effectively for an early death. I think all of you are thinking, ah, oh, you know what, dude, my mom, my dad, they live until their 90s. I'm going to live to 100. Okay. I hope you do live to 100. I hope you get that, that longevity you're looking for. And you know what? You need to lock yourself in your house and, and live in a bubble. Yeah, because that's the only way you're probably going to guarantee making it to the age of 100. Because we live in a hazardous world. We do. We live in a hazardous world. How many people die from automobile crashes? How many people die from illnesses? How many people died during the pandemic? A lot of people have passed away. And they pass away based on when their body causes them to pass away. That's, that's the reality of it. No matter what you think your longevity is, your longevity could be snatched from you in a heartbeat. All right, let me get back to Scientific American because this is some pretty good stats here. You ready? Bank officers are the longest lived. Their, their average being from the age of 68 to 76. Next, judges and justices, age of 65. And then agriculturalists, whose average is from 63 to 65. Clergymen, coopers, gentlemen, Public officers and shipwrights average from between 55 and 60. Blacksmiths, butchers, calico printers, lawyers, hatters, merchants, physicians, and rope makers attain ages varying from 50 to 55. Carpenters, masons, and traders live from 45 to 50 years. Bankers, editors, jewelers, manufacturers, mechanics, painters, shoemakers, and tailors average from 40 to 45 years. Machinists, musicians, and printers live from 35 to 40 years. And clerks, operatives, and teachers are the shortest lived of all beings only from 30 to 35 years of age. Of course, it is not necessary that a person who follows any of the above businesses should die at a definite age, but the table still gives a very good test as to the effect of employment in wearing out the human frame. Now, some of you guys listen to that whole thing and you're going, Blacksmith? Cooper's? What the heck are you reading from, Al? Well, I'm reading from the Scientific American. This is a published report that they published on July 31st, 1858. Yeah, was that 175 years ago? Okay, from 175 years ago until now, human beings have actually enjoyed longer lifespans. You can do the research. You can go look it up. You know it for a fact. You know your mom and dad probably lived longer than those teachers did 175 years. I wonder why teachers didn't live that long 175 years ago. I wonder I wonder why. Why is that? I, I don't maybe maybe the analysis is flawed. I don't know. There's there's really no demographic information that I can pull from here. There's no sourced information that I can use. I'm just going with what somebody published 175 years ago. Death. Can you avoid it? Short answer. No, you can't. My father lived to the ripe old age of 75. He passed away at the age of 75. Conversely, my mother, she lived to the ripe old age of 75. She passed away at the age of 75. 
Now, what what life limiting things did they do during their life that I'm aware of that may have caused them to pass away sooner than maybe living longer? Well, they were both alcoholics. They both drank a lot. They drank a lot in their youth. They drank a lot in their mid mid adult years. They didn't stop drinking until they were in their 50s. Yeah, they didn't stop drinking until they were in their 50s. So, so whatever damage drinking did to their body, the damage was done. Oh, they were also smokers. Oh, chain smokers. Bad, bad stuff. So I have to take that into consideration. So how long will I live? Well, when we come back from the break, I'll give you my guess. Stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. I was at a seminar one time and a guy was sitting up there and he was saying, what you really need is you need the young, aggressive entrepreneur people to go out there and take that money and invest it with them. I walked up to the front of the stage and I said, hey, I'm that guy you're talking about that should be mentoring these people on how to do this. The guy goes, sir, we don't allow solicitation. And I said, no, 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 you don't understand. I'm here to tell you I'm exactly the guy you were telling them to look for. And I'm willing to help them for nothing. And the guy goes, if you don't stop soliciting, I'm going to have to have security come and get you. And I said, I can see you're a scam. I'll just leave. Everything I said had gone through the intercom. So I walked out of the seminar room and 200 people followed me. And that's how Lifestyles was started. Are you ready to get up and follow Dell? Join us today at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And on this particular show, we're talking about your life expectancy. We're talking about your longevity on this planet. There's a lot of things that can come into play that indicate how long you will live. Some of those things are natural genetic things. Some of those things are unexpected events that could take you out at a moment's notice. You could be involved in a car accident. You, you could be hit by a bus. You could, you could go out for dinner with the person that you love and you could choke on that beautiful piece of lobster. I mean, there's a lot of things that could cause you to die before your body is physically ready to wear out. Because that meat suit you're in, it will eventually wear out. Now, how do I know this? How do I know this? Well, I've done my research. This is how I know this. And I have not found anyone who has lived to the age of 200 years of age. I have not found anyone. Now, okay, now I know some of you, some of you, if you read the Bible, if you go way back in the early parts of the Bible, Genesis, right, or Exodus, people then tend to have lived a long time, but that was a long, long time ago. And there's an argument that can be made as to whether or not, you know, they were following the same type of calendar that we're following today. All right. That's not the argument I want to make. The argument I want to make is that there is no modern day research to indicate that anyone has lived to the age of 200. There's no in indication that anyone's lived to the age of 150. I think I saw something on the news last year where somebody had made it to the age of 120. 
I think that is a exceptional age cap. I, I don't know if anybody that's, that's made it past 120, maybe somebody's made it to 121. But the point is this, the meat suit that you're in, that's right, your body, I like to call it a meat suit, actuarial tables. Those are tables that indicate how long people might live. There's no guarantee that the tables are absolutely correct. But what the tables tend to do is they tend to use statistical information produced over many years of results. And what exactly are they measuring? How long people live and if they die. And so far, it's 100% accurate that people eventually die. Yeah, you, you're not going to change that. And I don't care what science is working on right now. Maybe, maybe they've got something going on in the back room with some, I don't know, lab institute somewhere where they're working on making our lives go longer. But as far as I know right now, my lifespan is limited. Now, before I went to the break, I told you that I was going to give you my number. What, what I think my ex my estimated lifespan will be. And up to that point, I, I gave you some statistical information about the ages of my grandfathers and my mother and my father. And I told you that my parents were, were chronic alcoholics. They didn't quit drinking until they were in their fifties. So they were only sober for the last say 20 years of their lives. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not picking on them. They're both, they're both passed away. I can't pick on people that aren't here. I'm just sharing with you information that I know because that information may help you. So if you're suffering from alcoholism, please seek help as, as somebody that grew up in an alcoholic household, it wasn't the best experience growing up. I'm just, just telling you that's the way it was. They were also chain smokers. Yeah. They were also products of the forties and fifties where smoking was glamorous or it was in all the movies. And then when television finally came out, people would smoke on television. It was, you know, everybody smoked everywhere. You, you could get on a plane. Now get this, you could get on a plane and there was a smoking and a non-smoking section. And there was nothing that, that separated the two. Yeah, the smoking section was usually like the first, I don't know, 10 rows and the non-smoking was the last 20 rows or, or however they broke it up. So when you got on that plane, you were just breathing secondhand smoke. It's just the way it was. So when did they quit smoking? In their 50s. In their 50, Actually, I don't think my mom quit smoking until she was in her 60s. And she developed COPD. Yeah, COPD. She was on oxygen the last seven years of her life. So they both passed away at the age of 75. Now they were rough on their bodies. Yeah. I think alcohol and smoking is very rough on your body. I think by introducing those substances into your body and not doing it in moderation, I think smoking just, you shouldn't do it period. But at the end of the day, they took a toll on their bodies and at the age of 75, they both passed away. They both passed away from, from, failures of their biological systems that caused them to die. They didn't get hit by a bus. Okay. No, no train wrecks, nothing like that. They died of natural causes. So let me think about me. Was I an alcoholic my entire life? No, I was not. Now, did I drink? Yes, I drank, but I was not an alcoholic. I fortunately can control my drinking. I don't have to drink all the time. A, an alcoholic has to drink. I don't have to drink as far as smoking. Yeah. I picked up the habit when I, when I left college, I quit in 1993. I've never picked up a cigarette since I don't smoke tobacco at all. So as a result of that, I think I'm going to do okay. Now, the one thing that I did do that my parents did not do. Well, my dad did. My dad was in the United States army 
in World War II, and then he was in the United States Air Force for the Korean War. So I, I know he probably had his body beaten up pretty hard, but he only did it for three or four years. I did it for 27 years. I allowed the army to beat the snot out of me for 27 years. So you want to know what I think my lifespan expectation is? And I'm just, I'm going to throw my number out and I'm going to give you my justification for it. I believe that I will live at least to the age of 75 because I don't think that I have done the amount of damage that my parents did to their bodies. I think my body is, is actually even healthier, even though I've had a lot of major health problems over the past 10 years. I think my number is going to be 82. That's what I think. 82. Now, when I consult the actuarial tables, by the way, the government publishes these things. They do. I just recently turned 59 years of age. And based on the tables published by the government, there is a 1.3% chance that I will die before I turn the age of 60. That's based on statistical information. So I think my odds are pretty good of sticking around. As a matter of fact, their tables indicate to me that I will live an additional 21 years. So let's see, let's do the math. Their math takes me to the age of 80. The government thinks I'm gonna live to the age of 80. I think I'm gonna make it to the age of 82. Who's right? I don't know. I guess we'll have to tune in in, what, 20 years? And we'll see if I'm still doing the radio show at that time. And it leads me to my next point. People Magazine. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to cite People Magazine. Why am I going to cite People Magazine of all, all the places I could go to, right? Of all the places? Well, because they, they are paying tribute to celebrities who have died so far in 2023. And I will tell you, it is, it is a very, very long list of people. Seven out of the 10 names that are on here are people that passed away before reaching the age of retirement in the United States, the age of 67. Seven out of 10 died long before they reached the age of retirement. Were they even retiring? Were they even on track to obtain some type of retirement? Nine out of 10 Americans retire at or below poverty, income, levels. That's terrible. That means only one out of 10 makes it. When I look at the people that actually retired above poverty income levels, it's, it's really not even one out of 10. It's more like 0.5 out of 10. Okay. For every 100 people to reach the age of retirement, only 1% retires absolutely wealthy. 4% retire with enough income in the form of passive income that they're living the same, if not a better lifestyle in retirement because of that passive income than they were when they were working. What we do at Lifestyles Unlimited is we take that 1% when that 4%, we lump them together and we say, that's the 5% that actually retires rich. That's the 5% right there. Now, 3% have to keep working until they die or they can no longer work. If they can no longer work, let's say they make it to the age of 62, body breaks down, can't work anymore. Then they join the biggest population, which is 63% who are dependent on friends, relatives, charity, or the government to help them make ends meet. When you add 63% and 3% and 8% together, what do you get? 71%. So there's still a population of 29%. 
Statistically, 29% of all Americans, based on Census Bureau data, not People Magazine data, but Census Bureau data, 29% of all Americans die before they reach the age of retirement. It's over for them. It's game over. Whatever they were doing to work towards retirement, they never achieved retirement. They never got there. That's, that's a terrible state of affairs in America, don't you think? So what are you doing to get yourself retired? What are you doing to get yourself on a glide path to achieving retirement? Do you, do you even think about retirement? Do you even care about retirement? I'll tell you, if, if you don't, you're doomed to working the rest of your life or you're doomed to being somebody who's reliant upon somebody or something else in order to make ends meet. Is that what you want? Is that who you are? Are you a self-made person? Are you somebody that grabs the bull by the horns and makes changes when you recognize that there's a problem going on in your life? And I'm here to tell you, the majority of you listening to my voice right now, you've got a huge retirement problem. You are not either going to make it, or if you do make it to the age of 67, you may not be happy with your result. And all you guys going and yelling at the radio saying, well, I've got my 401k. I've got $2 million in my 401k. Okay, why don't you calculate what inflation is doing to that 401k? Why don't you pick a number in the future where you're going to effectively retire? Maybe it's the age of 67. And why don't you figure out how long you can live until you run out of money? That's the problem with your current retirement plan. The retirement plan that I'm on produces passive income. The retirement plan that I'm on is not linked to any type of government services. Now, I do receive a pension. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to be very clear and very honest with you. I do receive a pension. Actually, I received two pensions, both from my time working. But those pensions don't pay me enough money to support my household. What pays me enough money to support my household is the passive income that comes from my real estate investments. It's because I learned how to successfully invest in real estate. And by doing it the correct way, by doing it the way that Lifestyles Unlimited taught me to do it, I got myself on a glide path to getting myself retired in five years or less. Now, what was my result? My result was I got it done in two years. I'm not bragging. Please, please. I don't want you to think I'm bragging. And I don't want you to think that that's, that's, a, that's a result for everybody. Because it's not. Not everybody can get it done in two years. Everybody is in a completely different situation in their life. Everybody has different savings. Everybody has different income streams. Everybody has different jobs they're trying to destroy. Yeah, I said destroy your job. Because that's what I want you to do. I want you to come to Lifestyles Unlimited. I want you to let us teach you everything that we know so that you can do exactly what I am doing so that you can get yourself on a glide path to being retired in the next five years. Doesn't five years sound like a better time frame than, say, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40? Yeah, it's a much better time frame. Now, I don't care how much money you're starting with. I don't care what your educational level is. I don't care what your experience base is doing what you do for a living. None of that matters. Well, okay, it matters a little bit, but it's minor in comparison to the information that we're going to teach you how to invest correctly in single family, multifamily assets, 
that pay you on a monthly or a quarterly basis. And it's money that you're not working 40 hours a week to produce. You will do a little bit of work, but it's not anywhere close to the amount of work you're doing for your employer right now. So why don't you consider getting retired in the next five years? Consider it. Think about it. Sleep on it tonight. And when you wake up in the morning, realize that there is an alternate path that you could be going by. I bring people on this radio show all the time to talk about their successes. The reason I do that is because I want you to hear that everything that I do is working in other people's lives, too. I'm, I'm not the unique person here. As a matter of fact, I'm just one of a lot of people, like 50,000 different people, that have achieved retirement by doing what Del Wamsley taught me to do. And I am so thankful that Del Wamsley decided not to make a bunch of money in real estate and just stop. I'm so thankful that he created Lifestyles Unlimited over 33 years ago in Houston, Texas, because it's the results of what he has done that has enabled me to change the trajectory of my life and is allowing me to share with you the good news and the great information that real estate has for you. If you want to get started, if you don't even want to sleep on it, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for a free workshop, and let's get you going. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.